Markets Farm Analyst Mike Jubinville gave a virtual wheat market update this week as part of the Hot Topics in Commodities Wheat Session webinar. Glenda Lee Allen Fossler took part in the event and brings us a scaled-down version, focusing in on his report on the Canadian market. When it comes to wheat pricing, he says for the last few years, we have been in a lower trending pattern up until this fall. In terms of Canadian wheat exports, uh, so far quite strong and running about 2 million tons ahead of last year uh, to this point uh, and just a little ahead of what it was two years ago. So the the movement of wheat so far this year has been quite strong, and I suspect that's probably going to continue through the second half of our current marketing year. Uh, we have a very export programs on various fronts, wheat's, wheat's included in this, but as the supplies for export on other commodities like uh, canola for pulses, maybe for, dur- for barley and such, uh, as those inventories start to draw down, I suspect you know, the commercial industry is going to be looking at what can they continue to market in order to keep the trains moving. And uh, they may be focusing more on wheat because it's more readily available. And uh, we may see going into the springtime, regardless of what's happening in the future side of things, uh, some basis specials, I suspect, are probably going to be cropping up from time to time. But I think we could export, you know, potentially maybe 20 million tons this year. So ending stock projections for Canadian wheat uh, maybe dropping a hair below 5 million tons. So not looking burdensome, at least on our front. Jubinville says he doesn't think the Canadian wheat rally is over, noting these are some of the best prices we've seen in years. You know, we have been in a lower trending pattern up until this fall season. And we've done basically an upside breakout. And uh, after a uh, uh, turn back lower in, in November, we've really bounced our, our way up to highs we haven't seen in a couple of years in this market. So, you know, this trend is in place right now. Uh, it could certainly be negatively impacted if corn and soybeans, as we've seen this week, sell off rather significantly, but the underlying fundamentals of the row crops, the bean and the corn, still look encouraging to me. Uh, Corrective measures come from time to time in the marketplaces, but I suspect that uh, that underlying support will continue to help wheat in terms of that rising tide that lifts all boats. So I think that certainly could be helpful to the wheat going forward. He also looked ahead at new crop prices. We're looking at uh, higher $7 a bushel, maybe $7.50 a bushel in Saskatchewan, uh, higher sevens in in Alberta. Uh, Again, from a historical perspective, I can't remember too many years, if there's been any, uh, over the past 25, where we'll be able to lock in $7.50 or better a bushel new crop for fall delivery this early ahead of actually putting the crop in the ground. So, uh, Certainly, I want to hold some crop uh, for whatever the spring may bring for us. Uh, Likely, the potential of higher prices yet to come, but I want to be incrementally selling into these marketplaces as well. So I think we need to be watching these markets uh, pretty closely now as as we are getting into a period at these high prices where I think we're going to experience some heightened volatility in price action. So let's prepare ourselves for that. We're going to get used to that, especially now that we're at these multi-year highs. That's Mike Jubinville with Markets Farm for Golden West. I'm Glendalee Allen Vossler. Thanks, Glendalee. 
The Prairie Canola Groups hosted a webinar this morning. Dr. Delantha Fernando, professor at the University of Manitoba, talked about blackleg research. This is a project that was funded uh, in 2018 when COVID was not there. But I think the scientists were thinking on the right lines and trying to understand how do we improve blackleg resistance durability through our gene rotation in commercial fields on the Canadian prairies. And we wanted a science-based stewardship program to be implemented. So the uh, Saskanola and other grow organizations, along with the Canadian government, came along to fund this project at $1 million over five years. So we are into the third year and we have a lot of information to now give back to the farmer who has funded this work. So the project is led by myself uh, for, and I work uh, for Manitoba. Uh, Dr. Gary Peng uh, is working uh, for the Saskatchewan province and Ralph Lang for Alberta. So now look at this uh, epidemiological um, information, just like the COVID, we are seeing a prevalence of uh, increase in the prevalence of this disease in almost all three provinces. And if you look at even the disease incidence, the disease has been increasing uh, fairly uh, well uh, in the last five to uh, seven years. So these are important things that we need to uh, understand because that leads to certain uh, issues with uh, yield for the farmer and the trade uh, for the industry and for Canada. So you can see on the left-hand panel here, uh, uh, Mr. Justin Trudeau, our prime minister, uh, touting Canada's agricultural safety amid China's canola dispute. So that canola dispute came along with uh, about, uh, because of blackleg, and uh, we have been uh, systematically working through uh, diplomatic channels and through science to uh, bring about the disease to a uh, level that um, the countries that do trade with us will accept our seed. That was Dr. Delantha Fernando, a professor at the University of Manitoba, talking about Black Lake research at a webinar hosted this morning by the three Prairie Canola Groups. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glenda B. Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return on Monday on the Golden West Farm Network.